It's Friday. And you know what? I got three F's for you in 15 minutes with my good friend and partner, David Solomon. And I got to tell you, my name's Stuart Brisgell. He's in Montreal where he can't even go to the grocery store after 9.30 at night. And I'm in South Florida and I'm living free. David, I'm going to give us 10 seconds because you know what? This is free Friday. Is it free fucking Friday? I don't know. But I'm going to rant and I'm going to tell you what my rant is in just a second. Be right back. All right, David, I'm going to take the first part of this rant, and you can jump on top of it whenever you want. Well, let's just let's explain to everybody what we've done here today before we come into our rants. Folks, we decided that both of us are coming in with a topic. We're going to give each other a few minutes to talk about it, but neither of us know what the other one is going to be talking about today. So our reactions could be completely surprising because we have no idea. So, Stuart, as part of Free Flowing Friday, our three Fs, fire away. All right, let's first begin that you know we all have issues. Now, and one of the things that I said that was very important to me was that in our platform, you know, we use about rants and raves as well. And today is a rant. And today my rant is yes, one of privilege, right? I drive a Mercedes-Benz. And you know what? I am sick and tired of the dealership manufacture rant rage bullshit you know what i cannot for the life of me understand why these people right try to steal and abuse their customers so what are you looking at a picture at david i see a nice mercedes-benz logo and i'm showing you on the middle of the other screen on the right it's on my right which may be on your left depending on which planet you're from is what I call a limp, lazy seatbelt. Now, you would think in a new car that a limp, lazy seatbelt could never happen. And, you know, a lot of people are going to listen. Why in the world would I be ranting about a Mercedes-Benz limp seatbelt? And I'm going to tell you. I bought the car from a company called AutoNation. AutoNation owns a monopoly every single Mercedes-Benz dealership in Florida. They own every single one. And they advertise, you can buy it here, you can buy it there, you're buying it from the AutoNation family. Now, this why am I mentioning this? Because it's going to later be understood. So I brought my car to the dealership for its annual service, and I go to the service rep, and he's a rocking guy. I love the guy. His name's Steve. And I go to Steve. I said, Steve, look at the seatbelt. And he came back to me. The service guy said, it's because the seatbelt's dirty. So I said, oh, because the seatbelt's dirty, I'm going to kill myself in a car accident because the seatbelt is now sold to us as one of the single most important inventions in a car today, besides an airbag, right? So I go back to the guy, ask for the service manager. The service manager doesn't show up till like 8.30 in the morning, right? It's COVID. They don't come in at 7 o'clock. And I sit there and I wait and I it comes out and I meet the service manager. He goes, I'll re-escalate it to Mercedes-Benz. I said, you do that. I said, you tell Mercedes-Benz, this is ridiculous. Are they telling me that my seatbelt is supposed to be limp? Therefore, I feel unsafe? No. If you can tug it back and forth, it's still good. 
You would think that would be the end of the story. The answer is no. Then the service manager calls me back after he resubmits it to Mercedes-Benz, who refuses to change their position because now they say, well, it's not that it's dirty because it's not dirty anymore because I cleaned it. It was literally just dirt because of I had a flat tire and I touched the seatbelt. Now it's because, well, sir, if, it's, if you can pull it back and forth, it's considered not a problem. So the first excuse is it's dirty. The second excuse is, well, if it goes back and forth, it's good. Okay, what is it? Dirty? Back and forth? How about the seatbelt just doesn't function the way it's supposed to? More importantly, they say this issue is a common issue. So I went out and I decided to look on the internet. You know what I found out? That they're recalling the seatbelt, right? I'm going to put this in the post, right? It's a, it's, a, it's a report. Let me just drop it in here into comments. 2020 Mercedes-Benz E-Class recall. Affected item, seatbelt front, webbing. It clearly states that there's a recall. Certain 20 E450 coupes from front left seatbelt may improperly be installed, potentially allowing the seatbelt to contain sharp metal components that damage the seatbelt webbing. Okay, that's not exactly the case, but it's a seatbelt issue. So then I went to dig more, and I found yet another issue on the same group of cars where they say that the cartridge is not loaning right, and they're repairing it. So here we go that the guide system wasn't working on some, but it isn't working on up, but it's dirty. No, it goes back if you tug it. So really, they just don't want to pay for what they should be paying for, a non-functioning seatbelt. So I'm ranting on AutoNation for the following reasons. When I the dealership called me back for the second time, which is Mercedes-Benz of Miami, they said to me, you know what? If you brought the car back to Mercedes-Benz of Pembroke Pines, maybe they can do something for you. But because you didn't buy it at Mercedes-Benz of Miami, both, by the way, owned by AutoNation, operated by AutoNation, all of them are AutoNation, makes no sense. If you buy it at Publix in Florida or IGA or whatever exists today, Provigo in Canada, you know, it's the same store. It's the same company. It's the same CEO. But no, they want me to go back to the other dealership. I am just fuming. I'm just fuming. Uh, I'm going to tell you, Stuart, I'm listening to this. And aside from the screaming privilege that's going through my head here, my uh, really, my, sin- my sincere, like, really? If that's I'm really angry. what, no, no listen, listen, hold on, hold on, hold on. I let you rant like a, like, like a, like a big freaking rich privileged baby. Let me get my two cents worth. And then I'm going to tell you my point, which is a little bit more relevant. Stuart, if you're unhappy, you did, you, you know what? It's Mercedes Benz. It's Mercedes Benz that you got to deal with. The dealership, to be damned, the dealerships only get their licenses and their and their walking orders from Mercedes. You got a problem? Go to Mercedes. Deal with Mercedes. And you know what? I'm listen. If it's a safety issue and the dealership isn't taking care of it and is trying to fudge it, shame on them. And you call them out. Great, shame on them. But the reality is, my friend, is you know what? You're driving. You know a a a real a, a car. And I don't care if you're driving a Fiat or I don't care if you're driving um, a Ford Fiesta or a Mercedes. Folks, 
our, our safety is so bloody important. And you know, exactly. and, and, and you know what? And if a company isn't going to stand by the product, I mean, and if, if the dealership isn't informed and is not going to do their work, to hell with them. Okay. Yep. And the message is, Stuart, yeah. my personal message is if they're not willing to take responsibility as a dealer, they lost me as a customer. And I've got no problem telling the whole world why I won't shop there anymore. But at that point, I go to the corporate and I say, hey, listen, this is why I'm not going to buy your car from this dealer because they, instead of looking out for my safety, were looking out for their pockets. Well, you know, I covered half my mouth just so you can see and that everyone can see Mercedes-Benz USA, Mercedes-Benz of Miami, and AutoNation that I put on the chat stream. Because you know what? You're right. It's shame on Mercedes-Benz USA. I agree with you. But the dealership basically insinuated, I didn't buy it at that location Maybe nah, take listen. it to the other location. So now they want to make me run around? I mean, that's Stuart, just crazy. Stuart, Stuart, listen, I'm sorry to tell you this, but you're almost signing whiny, okay? And I really, really could care less about your, oh, my God, I got to go to another dealer, Mr. I drive a Mercedes. But let me put it to you this way. Put away the brand. Put away everything. A dealer doesn't want to do his job? No. Hey, there are plenty of other choices out there. And for my next car, my next purchase, I... My vote is with my wallet. I walk and I'll go somewhere else. And when the salesperson calls me back and says, hey, how come you didn't come back here to get a new car or whatever? It's because you guys don't care. And yep. anyways, Stuart, that was Mercedes. I got six minutes. Give me a chance here. Because I got something else that's really like, folks, cancel culture has struck again. Oh, boy. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. And it was kind of funny because on Wednesday, someone mentioned Pepe Le Pew, and I chuckled and I laughed it off. And then no joke, a few hours later, I am told that the next cancel culture attack was on Prince Charming. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the same Prince Charming. Why? Because apparently when Disneyland, which just reopened at the end of April, put out the, the Snow White ride, it was canceled because at the end it shows that Prince Charming is kissing her without her consent. <laughs> okay, folks, look, I don't know about you, but I have way too little time in my life to start thinking about this. But, you know, I, I was trying to think of where, which direction I'm going to go with. And in my little, little time that Stuart allotted me, let me give you my two cents worth. You want Walt Disney's movies to be educating your children or life? Then there's a real serious problem with your parenting skills, okay? <laughs> and your value system. Okay, because at the same time, then, then we should not be watching Star Wars because we're talking about mass murder. We should not be, you know, playing. You know, we, should, we shouldn't be doing anything with Disney, right? Disney's finished because there's nothing Disney could do. Remember, they killed Bambi's mommy. Oh my god! Oh my god! Think of the trauma that we're going to cause, and think of the fact that the seven dwarfs were there. Oh, can't call them dwarfs. They're like, like you're, 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 you're shaming their height. And... Guys, the story for Snow White was written by the Grimm brothers so long ago, readapted by Disney. Okay, and if you're going to start talking about the fact, and by the way, someone even used the term, it promotes rape. Snow White having Prince Charming kissing her promotes rape. Guys, come on. It's time for you to get off what you're smoking and find something else. Like, go find another activity. If you are watching these movies with your kids, and I have three. Stuart, you have kids. We've all sat with our kids watching when they were younger so that they understood what was on screen. But the same way you're trying to cancel books, Mark Twain's books, you're trying to get rid of Dr. Seuss, you went after Pepe Le Pew, you're going after everybody. 
Why? Because you can find a problem in everything. Everything's screwed up. Yep. So at the end of the day, your children are going to have what entertainment in their lives? What are they going to be watching? Because as a parent, if you're, listen, I'm, I was crapping all over my generation of helicopter parenting. I thought they were ridiculous that a kid couldn't take a step without the parent being two steps behind them. I saw children on leashes. I went ballistic on that. But this? What are you turning your children into? They got to learn. Okay, listen, guys, this was a story. We don't do this thing. Ha, ha, ha. Let's just move on. We don't do these things. But to cancel Prince Charming or Snow White, what's next? The Bible? Stuart? They already did that. They took the Bible church out of state. I mean, we talked about this. I mean, they removed removed the Bible from the classroom. You know what? I think they're removing out of hotel rooms now. Oh, because listen, it's look, just not appropriate. Because oh, you know, every desk, you know, they had one. You got, listen to me. It's like to, to me. I don't know what's next. Like I, I, the the cancel culture has gone so far. And by the way, you know, you might think that I'm the crazy, crazy one. But how about this, Billy Crystal? Okay, Billy Crystal blasted the living hell out of cancel culture because his attitude was, we're making, we're we're having fun. There's a jo- certain joke. There's a certain levity that we need to have. If you never watched the movie, and I just escaping the name of the movie with Beth Midler, where he's playing grandparents and they're trying to get to know their children and grandchildren, like watch that movie, and that's exactly what's going on. Stop wrapping your children up in saran people. Your children wrapping them in saran wrap and band-aids and packaging and and bubble wrap because you're afraid that they're going to get scratched or hurt or Guys, that's no. I'm going to use a stupid term. Strap on a pair, will you? Like, you got to start putting your kids into a little bit more of 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 self confidence and understanding the world. Because you want to know what? When you leave the great comforts of the U.S. and Canada and you travel the world, culturally well, people are different. No, no, hold on. Culturally people are different. Their attitudes are different. And you know what? You're going to end up being offended everywhere you go. You need to learn to understand it and gauge yourself properly. You, you, you mentioned something pretty interesting. You know, people are, are polarized over American immigration, you know, on how shame us that we don't let people in our country. I challenge anyone listening to try and enter Canada or Mexico the same way you think people should enter the United States. And tell me what happens to you. Listen, you're going to end up in jail and return to the No, 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 no. Because Canada, the United States, listen, come on. No, no. Canada is like the United States in many ways. Stuart, I'm sorry. Oh, you don't have a free open border. They have a return policy. Oh, my God. We're not Stuart, how does that happen? My God, man. Stay on track, will you? Okay. Mercedes Benz USA, you're horrible people. You promote it. You're a horrible person. What do you want me to tell you? Let me tell you something. It's 15 minutes, David. I'm going to tell you something. We talked today about pure unadulterated privilege. And we talked about absolute moronic stupidity of three Fs. Three Fs. The F is (laughs) free flowing Friday. I had a different term in my head. I'm not going to do it because we might have children listening. But we are, folks, we are at the point where. We are tired of stupidity and we're no. calling it out. So what's Monday, on Monday? What's on Monday? On Monday, we're going to call out the stupidity of big tech. We're going to call out what they're doing. What well, we heard this week, folks, should scare you beyond. Why? And I'm not trying to be an alarmist, but think about how much control you have ceded to big tech 
every time you touch the computer, your phone, your tablet, what are you giving them, what they're taking from you, what they're doing to you, they're taking on more and you're letting them. And as a result, should they be allowed? There's this whole conversation now about breaking them up. Should we? Monday, Monday. we'll talk about it. Oh, David, I'm, I'm really excited. You know what it is? I want to wish you a good weekend. You I too. want to wish every mom happy Mother's Day. Yeah. I want I want everyone to try and enjoy themselves. And I'm turning the big half century tomorrow. Yes, sir. And hey, I'm, I'm going to have give me a chance. You didn't give me a chance to wish you a happy birthday to my dear friend. You know, be turning the half century. I've been I've crossed that that bridge. And uh, to my I know it shows it shows your your wisdom yeah, yeah. is just uh, folks, folks. One thing I always, I'm going to part with you. If you have a mother out there today. You know, I wish you can go and hug her and kiss her and wish her well and hope your children are doing for you the same moms, not just because it's Mother's Day, because really you guys are doing um, these unbelievable jobs. And I just could not imagine life without my wife and her work, what she does as a mother. It's unbelievable. And to all you moms out there, enjoy Sunday, make it the best and hope you get to enjoy Finally, some sort of time with your family. With that, we wish you all a wonderful weekend, Monday, noon Eastern.